Well, so I I accidentally pissed off dude I went to high school with. Um because he he's been a big Ghostbusters fan for probably as long as I have. And yeah. so a couple of years ago he built his own Proton Pack. Okay. And like it doesn't really look anything like a Proton Pack. Oh. And he posted on one of the Facebook groups of like, look at my Proton Pack, isn't it awesome? And so not thinking about it, I put up I I I made a comment and I was like, well, Hey, I'm going to be a Ghostbuster 2 this year and this is mine. And I showed a picture and like he never responded. And I was like, Oh, I think I pissed him off. I wasn't trying to show him up. I was just, you know, I was excited that like, you know, I was going to do it too. And then they, he never yeah. got back to me. <laughs> oh, fuck him. <'em>. Whoops. <laughs> oh, well. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. It's a 90 degree Sunday here in Florida and I'm putting up my Halloween direct decorations for tomorrow night. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Yeah, it's going to be 80 here tomorrow for Halloween. Yeah. That's just not Halloween, man. It was supposed to be 70 and over the past week it has just like climbed. But I'm hoping if it stays kind of cloudy that it won't be that warm, being that I'm going to be in layers, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I don't think I'll be as sweaty as the year in Florida when I was a Jedi and I had, like, multiple, multiple layers on. Right. Tunic and then a, a undershirt and then a fucking robe. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> so... I mean, it'll all be over by the time this goes up, but that's right. Yeah. So it'll have been a huge success or <laughs> a dismal shit show. Or I'll have gotten arrested for impersonating a cop in the front on the front lawn. <laughs> there you go. Do you think they'd get offended if I offered them Twinkies? The cops? Yeah, they prefer donuts. I know they do, but I'm 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 all I'll have is Twinkies. I sure. <laughs> Twinkies and little little nips of uh, fireball. Sure. That's how you win them over. Okay. Sure, I'll I'll try that. So as we round out Halloween, did did you watch any Halloween things this week? Uh did I? I am in the process of rewatching the original Adams Family movies. Oh, okay. Um, still stand up, still enjoy them. Is that is that in preparation for the Wednesday show that's coming up? No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, I also started watching Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Oh, really? Uh, how yeah. is that? Because uh, I've that's on my list. Uh, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. 
Um, the f- I'm only through the first episode, but I really liked it. It was really well done visually. Okay. The story was good. Um, Monster at the end was kind of lame, but it, w- it was a good story, so I'll stick with it for a little bit. So is this... Are these all created by Guillermo del Toro, or is he just the host? Uh, this one... He adapted a story and directed. I don't okay. know about the next next several episodes. Right, I'll have to look it up. Because I really like his work. Uh, there's yeah. There hasn't been a, a Del Toro film that I've seen that I've been like, eh, that's not as good. Um, let's see. Um, I guess I could just look at his and see what he's done. Uh, so it looks like he wrote eight episodes. Oh, okay. That's about how many there are. Uh, okay, well, let's see. Uh, created by eight episodes, based on a short story by one episode, based on an original story by one episode, and teleplay by one episode. So he's got different jobs. Okay. Um, but as a director... He doesn't have any directed by credits for that. That's weird. Oh, I thought the first one he directed. Oh, I don't know. Does he like host it like Alfred Hitchcock? Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yes, and he has a big cabinet of curiosities that, you know, <laughs> have secret drawers in them. Oh, and he like goes in there and pulls something out. He's like, you know, today's story, lot 36. So... Sometimes he's hard to understand. Did do, do they give you like subtitles or anything? When he was speaking? Yeah. Um well that's why I'm confused as to whether or not he was the director. Because oh. <laughs> because it's Guillermo somebody. Oh. Okay. But maybe it's not him. Uh all right, let me let me delve deeper into this then. Hang on. Okay. Episode Stand guide. By. Lot 36, was that the yep. one that you watched? Okay. Yep. Oh, Guillermo Navarro. Ah, see? He he was the director. He's done... Okay. He's He was been his cinematographer forever. Okay. So he's done like Pan's Labyrinth and Kronos and Pacific Rim and all that kind of stuff as a cinematographer. This episode is very cinematic. Okay. Very cinematic. He's directed like episodes of Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Narcos, Hannibal. I think he was the cinematographer. No. That was somebody else. But yeah, uh Navarro's really good, so Yeah. I'm kinda curious now. Now I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, you should. Give us something to talk about. <laughs> I I watched, being that we're on Netflix shows, I watched Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, really? Miniseries. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Like, so I didn't really know about Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, I knew that he was a serial killer and that he ate people or parts of people or whatever. Right. But um, the dude that was Quicksilver in the X-Men movies uh-huh. and then on uh, uh, Wanda and... Vi- WandaVision. 
Um, he plays Jeffrey Dahmer. And when, if, if even a 10th of this is true and not been like super embellished, which it's a, is it, is it, what's his name? Ryan Murphy. Is that the guy that did American horror story? Yes. Um, so it was done by him. Okay. And so he kept, he keeps saying that like, it's as accurate as we could make it. Like, um, as far as we know, this is aside from like personal conversations. This is what his, what transpired. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer was a fucked up individual. Oh yeah. Um, you know, like drilling holes into people's heads and putting acid in there to see if he could create zombies and shit. Yeah. Like that kind of shit. I, and I had no clue. Like that's what he was doing. So it was, it was quite interesting. It's, it's kind of hard to watch. It's not one of those things that, that, you know, I'm going to go back and revisit. Um, but yeah. Who, Who plays Dahmer? Um, Oh God, what's his name? The the dude that was Quicksilver in X Men. Oh, that's right. Yeah, him. Uh Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Yeah. Who's also on American Horror Story. Yeah. Okay. Now um, I got it. Yeah, I mean I th- I kind of feel like you know, a lot of these people probably were um like definitely worked with the same, like it like worked in the same circles and stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's super hard to watch and, uh, it was not aware that like Jeffrey Dahmer targeted like gay black men was like who yes. he was, who most of his victims were. And yep. like that whole part of it, I was just like, just the idea that you can nonchalantly just take people's lives and not really worry about getting caught. Mm -hmm. Like just super weird, man. Super weird. So I'm sure there's a lot more of those people we just know about. Oh no, I'm sure there is. Um, and, and if I'm, you have money and I'm just looking at the cast list, I watched all 10 episodes and was not aware that I was watching Molly Ringwald. Oh, really? As one of the, as yeah. I mean, now, now that I read it, I'm like, okay, sure. But like, didn't that never struck me for one time that that was Molly Ringwald in that, in that show. Well, good for her, I guess. <laughs> Unrecognizable. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's not on my my watch list, so. No, and and if you're it, like, it's it's not something that I would recommend unless you're more morbid morbidly curious. Mm-hmm. Is that the right term? Yeah. Um. But it was it was an interesting watch. Um, I kept hearing good things about it as far as not like good things, but like, you know, it's it's one of like um, Ryan Murphy's stuff, especially that's been on Netflix, has been kind of interesting. 
Mm-hmm. And so this was just another one of those. Because didn't he do like Nurse Ratchet? Wasn't yes. It? Ratchet. Ratchet, yeah. Yes. Yes. And Hollywood. And, and, and Hollywood, yep. Yeah, so... That, I like his stuff, but okay. the Dahmer thing was kind of messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Academy Award worthy performance of Evan Peters? Um, it's definitely probably the best I've ever seen him in something. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's an award-winning performance, but like apparently, from what I read, he he tried to stay in character on set. Oh, one of those people. Yeah, and so like he would, and I guess he had like weights in his shoes to to change the way that he walked and stuff. And then like I would talk like him the entire time and shit like that. And I don't know. It, he's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's nice that he actually did something other than like, you know, the, the punchline of a joke that fucking Marvel did to him. Yeah. True. So take that for what it's worth. Oh, okay. Well, good. We had a uh, celebrity death this weekend. We did. We did. Who did I miss? The killer, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, Great balls of fire. That's right. I read that. Yeah. He was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> His nickname was the killer, and it's not just a nickname. Uh, when he was in school, he tried to strangle a teacher. He shot his bass player in the chest. Uh, all of his seven wives say that he beat them. Uh, there's a suspicion that he murdered wife number five. Well, you're also missing that his first wife was his 13-year-old cousin. Yes. Yeah. And his next wife was a 16-year-old preacher's daughter. You know, I could have sworn I saw a article last week that talked about that he was still alive and playing music. Ah, uh, see? Jinxed it. And then somebody jinxed it and turned around and, and now he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why you don't, you didn't hear about him much anymore. Right. I mean, lots of people were disgusted by his antics and stuff. I mean, I, and I guess they went and they interviewed wife number one and she was like, oh, you have to understand that he was the child and I was the adult in that relationship. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. He, he seems like he was just a, a well-functioning sociopath. Oh, yeah. I mean, and if nobody's going to call you on your bullshit, you're just going to get out of control. Yep. And that seemed to be the way, especially with like, there's that weird like musician thing of if you're a celebrity musician, you can get away with a lot more shit than normal. Right. I feel like it's curbed a little bit since, you know, like what's his face. It's in jail. Um, the, the rapper guy, it's not, not Chris Brown. Cause he's, Oh, R, R, R Kelly. R Kelly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I feel like, but that was the same thing. He just felt like he could get away with it because he was a fucking music star. And somebody stood up to him and was like, no, you're not getting away with this shit. Yep. But yeah, and how old was? 87. Oh, that's a decent run. Yeah. Do you have a a favorite Jerry Lee Lewis song? Uh, no. <laughs> no, not Great Balls of Fire? No. Whole lot of shaking going on. <laughs> there was a movie that came out that told his story with um, Winona Ryder Den- and... Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Yep. Yeah, in like the early 90s, was it? Was it? It was called Great Balls of Fire, right? Yeah, 89. 89, okay. 89. And it was based on the cousin's biography. Yeah. Like she wrote a memoir of it and... Apparently on the day they were married, he came and picked her up. They drove to Mississippi and got married and then he dumped her back at her parents' house. <laughs> As you do. Yep. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a weird movie. I remember seeing that. It was eighty nine, so I I guess I was working in a movie theater then. Which is probably how I saw it. Yeah. So weird what some people will put up with. Right. But I mean, we still have people marrying their cousins now. Look at Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And we got the Duggars and we got sister wives and... Isn't Newt Gingrich married to his cousin too? Oh, I don't know about that one. Wife, cousin? Maybe not. Oh, no, he was the one that that served his wife divorce papers when she was on her deathbed. Oh, what a nice guy. Another stand-up Republican, whatever. Yeah, well, (laughs) I I can't wait to watch the meltdown of Twitter. Because it's already started. Oh yeah, it's now that Elon Musk is already tweeting conspiracy theories. You knew he would. You of knew. Course. You knew that that wasn't going to go well. Uh, I mean, how long do you give Twitter before it gets shut down? Well, I don't know if it'll be shut down, but I think it'll become like Parler or one of uh, those other, whatever the one that the the orange baby is part of. Well, that's his own. He built that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but, I mean, I think people are taking a wait-and-see kind of thing, but I'm like, I don't really use it much, so I wouldn't miss it. No, no, I mean, I and haven't certainly used Twitter if it in a becomes, it Certainly if it becomes subscription-based, it'll be, see ya. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if that happens, only the idiots will pay for it, and it, there, there won't be enough of them to keep it viable right so 
Yeah. Are you voting on election day? Uh, I've got my ballot. I just got to uh, drop it off. Okay. Just, just vote in the party line. It's very important that you vote. Yep. Yeah, my kid is off school that day, so because they, the polling place is at her school. Oh. So in, so they closed the school for the day. Yes. Yeah, so instead of instead of creepy people hanging out at the school all day. Yep. With um, in amongst the the kids and trying to get everybody in and out of the parking lot and shit like that, they just close it. So she'll get a day off, and I'll go early and vote and not have to fucking worry about it. Mm. This is South Carolina, so I'm wondering whether or not there'll be guys with guns at the polling place. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'll totally like report back if that's the case. Nothing says, you know, land of the free than intimidation at the fucking polling place. Right. (sighs) Morons. Anyway. Was that the only celebrity death? I'm thinking there might have been another one. Uh, I don't know. Who was the guy in Will and Grace that just died? Oh, Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan. That was the other one. In a car accident. Yeah, he like hit a hit a side of a building or something, right? Yeah. So did he like have a heart attack and crash? Uh, I don't know. Come on, you're supposed to know. Cause of death. Hang on. Uh, the the cause of death was a car crash after he suffered a medical emergency. Hmm. Okay. He was young. He was only what sixty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. Looks much older. Started started out on the Fall Guy, but had had roles on Murphy Brown, Will and Grace, Lois and Clark. Star Trek Voyager, Caroline in the City, Pee Wee's Playhouse, Reba, Boston Public, Boston Legal, Nash Bridges, Horror, American Horror Story, and Hearts of Fire. Yep. So, yeah. Gone too soon. That's always been, like, a super fear of, like, having a heart attack or an aneurysm or something while driving the car. And causing other injuries and shit. I mean, he just apparently hit a a building or whatever. Yeah. But, like, there'd be no way to stop the car. If you're doing, like, 80 miles an hour down the highway and have a brain aneurysm. Right. Like, somebody else is getting hurt. And that's fucked up. So... He had a book out, if in case you want to read it. He was a New York Times bestseller, apparently. He was very funny. Apparently he became quite the fixture during the pandemic on yes. TikTok. Or, yes. Or one of those. Yep. Yeah. Very funny, odd little man. <laughs> And it paid off for him. Yeah. He was most recently on um, 
Mayan Bialik's show on whatever network that is, CW, Fox. Oh, okay. Called Call Me Cat. Okay. He works in her cat cafe. Well, not anymore. Well, yeah. <laughs> so there'll be a very special episode of Call Me Cat. I'm sure. What, was he a main character or was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Feel like, did you did did you watch news radio when it was on the air? Oh yeah, all the time. Do you remember like after Phil Hartman died, there was like that weird episode where they come back from his funeral, and like the whole episode is them reminiscing about him. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was only within you know the confines of the show. Right. So, you know, you didn't see anything you hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if they'll do something similar for for this dude. Hmm. Don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Stylecaster dot com has this weird phrasing. It says, "So how did Leslie Jordan die, and what was his cause of death?" Read on for what we know about how Leslie Jordan died and what caused his death moments before he passed. What? That sounds. That's yeah. What that's caused caused his death moments before he passed? Well, isn't death and passing the same thing? Like you 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 don't say oh he died and passed away. You say he passed away. Yeah. Which is an odd term anyway, but whatever. So anyway, yeah. Goodbye, Leslie Jordan. I barely knew you. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. There was a big surprise on the sci-fi front this week. Sci-fi? Yeah. So okay. they they had the final episode of Doctor Who with oh. the female doctor. Yep. Um and much to everybody's surprise, it is not, she did not regenerate into the person everybody thought was going to be the next doctor. Hmm. Instead, she regenerated into David Tennant. Yes. David Tennant's Doctor Who is back, which means and, I have to watch fucking on, Doctor Who again. And on Disney Plus. And they're going to be on Disney Plus, which I think is interesting. Uh, it's very interesting. They were on BBC America, which made sense yep. because they were on BBC in in England. So I don't know how Disney finagled that or what the the idea behind that was. But um, apparently Tennant is going to be the doctor for a couple of episodes before um, regenerating yet again. Hmm. But I did find it funny. So. Every incarnation of Doctor Who, when they regenerate for the first couple of seconds, they're always dressed in the previous Doctor's outfit. Okay. And so um, they're usually in the TARDIS and the TARDIS is usually crashing or something major is going on. Um, For this regeneration, it was on the edge of a cliff. And she happened to be outside and it was a beautiful shot. It was very well composed. It was, the music was cool. And in, but instead of him regenerating into her clothes, 
which I guess they felt was going to be weird. But I mean, it's not like she was wearing a dress. Right. Um, she, the entire outfit regenerated into his old, um, into his old look. So I'm wondering whether or not that'll, that'll be explained in the first episode. I mean, because I think it would have been even cooler. Because it it was kind of a, it was it was kind of a like shock moment that it was him right um but they could have preserved it even longer if they didn't morph the suit okay but yeah i'll have to start watching doctor who again since he's my favorite doctor (laughs) more so than dr spock or dr oz well definitely not dr oz (laughs) So did you watch Andor this week? I did. Yeah, what'd you think? Um It's getting interesting again. It's like, okay, now he's in jail. But it's and Andy Circus was there? Well, I, I feel like somebody went to him and said, We're very sorry about the way you were treated in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Why don't you come be on our T V show? <laughs> um you know, if if this is if this follows suit, it's only going to be three episodes that he could possibly be in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was kind of interesting to see him back. Um, he's not an alien this time; it's just him. Um, again, there are there doesn't seem to be any aliens in the prison. They're all human looking. Right. Um. Yeah. And it's it's very Kubrick looking. Yes, they're they're working on a project. They're they're working on stuff that you don't know what the final outcome is. It's the Death Star. Come on. Well, I I thought they kind of looked like the wing connectors of of um, Tie Fighters. Tie Fighters. Hmm. Okay. Um, but they're they're also hinged, so I don't really know what that could be. I mean, it could be anything. It could be star destroyer parts. It could be death star parts. Mm -hmm. Um, but did you see the cameo? Yes. Um, in the prison. No, the cameo in the prison. Yes. Mm, No. One of the other inmates, uh, is one of the rebel soldiers that goes and fights on Scarif in rogue one. Oh, okay. I remember reading something about that. The I, the guy who, who plays the character of Mellish, um, who he's the guy that when Cassian shows up at the table and the guy the the other inmate is like new guy get over there, and he says no his name is Keith. Yep. That's the dude from Rogue One. Oh. And so you can see I, th- you can see towards the end like, like it's thirty it's 30 days later and he's now part of this team. Right. And I think they're, they're showing that like the Cassian that you met in episode one was on his own. He was doing his own thing. And this is how he's going to become a working member of the, of the rebellion. Mm. It's, it's him. It's him learning to be a team player. 
Okay. Um, you know, with the whole thing with the game or whatever's going on. Right. Where, like, if we get the top, we get flavor in our food. Yes. Which is weird, but okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's... It's incredibly well done for a Star Wars TV show. Maybe just the bar has not been set as high as I kept thinking it was. Because every okay. time a new episode comes out, I'm like, this is what Star Wars is kind of supposed to be. Right. So I'm super, I'm super excited to see what the rest of the season has. But I guess there's been uh, this thing that's kind of, gone across not only Star Wars TV but HBO and Amazon as well that your favorite shows are not going to get a yearly release they were talking like it's going to be two years before the next Andor series comes out and it's going to be two years possibly three before the next House of the Dragon comes out and it could be two years for the next Lord of the Rings show to come out that it's just taking so much time to actually do that. Like anything that requires special effects is now pushed out at least a year, which sucks. Yeah. Cause I can barely remember what goes on in these shows. Right. Right. And we got another big reveal this week, which was, was Forrest Whitaker returning. Oh yes. 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 It's like I had to look to see. It's like, is that that really him? (laughs) I mean, do you think they kind of de-aged him a bit? That's what I'm thinking. That's why he didn't look the way I thought he would look. Right. You know, 10 years later or whatever. But it does. It's interesting that in that storyline, there's a bunch of factions that can't get along that are considered the rebellion. Right. And he won't work with anybody else and nobody wants to work with him or whatever because of the way that he gets results. Yeah. Um, and I, I got to figure that we're only five years removed from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And by the time he gets to Rogue One, he's missing like body parts. And yes. And so the next five years of like the rebellion has to be really tough on him. And we know, we know that Cassian never meets him. So it's all got to go through, um, Luthen. Right. So that'll be interesting whether or not we actually see like squabbles within the rebellion or does saw try to do something and gets the attention of, of the Imperial Navy and gets like bombed from orbit or something. Because he's already got like scars and shit on his face. Right. Well, you know, being a rebel is not all that easy. No. And I, I kind of thought that maybe we'd see like a young Jin Erso in the background. Uh-huh. But I haven't seen anything yet. Well, she would have to be what? 12, 13 at this point? Yeah, something like that. You know? Yeah. I'm I'm still waiting for Marva to be killed off. Oh, that's got to be coming. It's got to be. It's got to be. And I wonder if that's the final push for Cassian. 
to the I, rebellion. Yep. Because like that conversation that Bix and the other guy had of like she was out at the hotel checking secret entrances so that the rebellion mm-hmm. could come in. Right. And he's like, and she was like, yeah, she's a rebel. And I, I wonder if like all of that's going to build up to him being like, okay, this is where I need to be for her. Right. So what do you think? Like, is it, is it typical star Wars where he makes it out of the prison and gets home just in time to see her die? Or do you think it's, she's dead and he comes back and is like, where is she? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously he's going to make a break out of the prison because he keeps watching and looking at things and, you know, making mental notes. Yeah. Well, we know he's not going to be in there for six years. Right. So he's got to get out. It's just a matter of how and I see. We don't know how long the time jump was between the end of the, the heist and him getting picked up on the, on the water planet. But we well, know I, we know thirty days has elapsed in this last episode, right? I mean, it can't be that too far removed from the heist because there are other mentions of it, right? So it's it's still recent memory for people, right? Yeah, and the the Empire's still going nuts trying to figure out what happened. Yep. And what do you think's going to happen with Homeboy who's stuck in the cubicle now? I don't I don't know. I kind of think he might find his way up the ladder. Nobody that seems maybe... to want him though. Yeah. Well, you know, until Uncle Harlow shows up. <laughs> if he shows up if he shows up yeah I mean I don't know it's they keep coming back to him so I've got to imagine he's he's important in some way they right. just there's no there's just been no movement on his on his character right like is it all of a sudden it's going to be like okay here we go well, and he seems to be your typical snivelly, cowardly little imperial. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where he goes. He's not going anywhere. He's going to stay right there. Stay in that cubicle. That's going to be it. It's going to be a sad commentary on the state of the empire. Yep. He's just a drudge. Yep. S- sitting at his desk filing false reports they have they have all these people that are willing to fight for the empire and want to see law and order and like the murder of these two guys he wants to see avenged and stuff and they'll just be like yeah no sorry yeah we don't care if your collar is high we don't care (laughs) that you keep getting shit tailored right this is it sorry this is now your life 
I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. I just want his mother to come back. <laughs> She's my new favorite character. So in the, in the realm of like people going out of their way to figure shit out in, in Star Wars, there was a post going around. I think it was on Reddit. They were able to identify the cereal that that dude ate uh, with the blue milk. Are you milk. serious? Yeah. It, it wasn't tricks. No, it was. It was a a limited run cereal. Oh, and I can't remember what the what the cereal was, and I'm never gonna find it now. Um, but like this cereal had like blue marshmallow bits in it. And so they okay. bought as much as they could and really just removed all the marshmallow stuff. Oh. And tinted the milk blue, and that's what he's eating in those. Oh. Is it booberry? No, it's not booberry. Oh. It was a it was some limited edition um cereal from like twenty twenty when they filmed it. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, some people just don't have any t- have too much time on their hands. Well, yeah, <clears throat> that's a fact. Because I never would have been like, "Oh, I wonder what cereal that is." Really, you're not like, "Oh, and that's the glass that was sitting on the counter next to the box of cereal." And no, I found it. Greebly research. No, I, I know, I know. There's there's entire fucking websites dedicated to like shit like that for like Blade Runner and Star Wars. There's there's a thing on Facebook called Star Wars Found Parts. Uh-huh. Where it's all like I found this this engine and this is where this piece of the lightsaber comes from. And so they'll just take the whole thing and put it in their display case and I'm like that see I've got no interest in that. Yeah. Like you're not followers of the uh, the Star Wars uh, builders who are like taking over like the basements and the garages of their house and I think that's cool. Yeah, it's not something that I would ever do. But I mean that that stuff is fine. But like, like I'll give you an example. Like when I was researching proton packs, there are websites that are dedicated to what actor wears what pack in what scene and there there's I think there were five packs on like the first film and they can tell by screen matching scratches that are visible on like the back of the proton pack who's wearing what when Hmm. and so there's an in this time this entire like group of people that have poured over all this minutiae and so when somebody puts up a picture of a proton pack that they've built, they're like, that's not the right texturing. Right. And it's like, okay, okay. That's, that's where I draw the line. Like, I don't care about that stuff. Right. But they're like yelling at people for it. And it's like, oh no, that's a ghostbuster two ribbon cable instead of a ghostbuster one. <laughs> and you've got a ghostbuster one, um, you know, whatever piece on there. And it's like, oh my God. Okay. I mean, I'm much happier with the guys that are like, hey, it's your pack. You make it the way you fucking want it. Sure. 
and but I feel like there's there's that whole thing there's there's that toxic fandom of like like unless you're going to do it the right way and and this way is the right way why are you even bothering doing it it's like all right calm down I mean life is way too short for that shit right sorry damn fanboys oh yeah I mean it's it's fucking terrible I mean I see this shit and it's always half of the comments are like you know people will reach out and be like hey so I want to make a pack that's based on this and they're like oh that's not canon it's like who fucking cares right they're not saying they want to make a canon pack or you know like people will put together a, a Mandalorian outfit and they'll show it online and there'll be all these comments of like, that's never going to get approved for the 501st. And it's like, right. Maybe he's not trying to get into the 501st. Maybe he's just making it to wear it. Right. He's getting some joy out of this, some personal satisfaction. So uh, yeah, go to hell. Yeah, exactly. But oh God, well, that's the way they are telling you man social media someday when they they talk about the downfall of society it's going to point to social media well duh <laughs> that's exactly what it is give everybody I mean, look at it. a voice look at the people believing shit on social media it's like that's you know that's how in the the, the ancient times they controlled people with bibles and you have to do this because God said so and right you know, because people are sheep. They're sh- they're sheeple. <laughs> they're sheeple. They're sheeple. Yes. I mean, look. I know that that they always used to say like Democrats were snowflakes and sheeple and shit, but like, there's plenty of those on the other side too. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, have you watched the other Star Wars program that dropped on? Uh, Disney Plus this week? The Tales of the Jedi? Yes. I have watched the first three. Okay, I've watched the first four. Okay. Uh, Interesting concept. Yeah. I think it's a really deep dive for some people. It's like, oh, we get to find out about Ahsoka's being born. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, Now, the two with Dooku were kind kind of interesting. Yeah, it definitely sheds some light on his character. Well, and I think the Jedi's in, in general that you know they were seen as the enforcers of the Senate, and yeah. you know weren't his his benevolent as we've been led to believe. Well, that's always that's that's always the way too. I mean, yeah, you know it's it's always been like these massive contradictions between what the Jedi believe and how they act, right. And, you know, you got Obi-Wan talking about how Sith, only Sith deal in absolutes, but all the Jedi code of, like, not having any attachments and shit like that is all absolutes. Right. And so it's really weird, It, especially for a character like Dooku, where he didn't really have that much screen time, and he was this interesting character... Mm-hmm. Um, to have it a little bit more fleshed out. I think the Ahsoka stuff is fine, but we have so much Ahsoka content. Right. Yes. That it's just like, okay, sure, whatever. Um, 
but I I like the fact. What was the what was it called? Visions, the one the the yes. anime ones. Yes. I like that they're kind of expanding the scope of storytelling, mm-hmm. even if it's 15, 16 minute chunks. Right. Um, although I will say with the Ahsoka episode, her riding the tiger thing back yes. was fucking mm-hmm. funny as hell. Yes. I really enjoyed that because it was, you know, this little tiny newborn taking control of this lion tiger thing. Yep. I thought that was done really well. Yes. Um, so you saw the one with the addle? No. no, you didn't see the one with the addle. No, okay. I haven't seen that one yet. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. Um, Filoni was asked about whether or not all of Yoda's species speak like backwards. Okay. And he said, no, it's like Yoda spoke like that to honor his, uh, master. Oh, okay. So Yaddle is Bryce Dallas Howard and she speaks in, you know, normal sentences. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's six episodes. They're like 15 minutes each. You know, it's an hour and a half of your time. Cause Yaddle doesn't talk at all in episode one right and that's the only time we've really seen her that's the only time we've seen her yep okay interesting yeah I'm I'm interested to see the rest of these um trying to pace myself because I don't want to just sit down and watch them all at once yeah I do like that they keep churning out Star Wars stuff, though. Definitely. Hopefully they keep the quality up. Yeah. Well, we'll see how the Acolyte is. Is is the Acolyte live action, or is that... I thought it was. Is it? Okay. Because there's so many of these things now, it's, it's hard to keep track. Star Wars Acolyte. It's it's considered a thriller series. Uh, headline will write, executive produce, and serve as the series showrunner. The show will focus focus on the emergence of the dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Ooh. I th- it doesn't say anything I, whether or not it's live action or not no it doesn't I would think it is right well I don't know because there's so many titles now Um, I like Star Wars live action. Um, it does not say. Nope. 
I mean, okay, so they've announced actors. And normally they don't do that for for animation. Animated? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it is live action. see i mean wasn't the high republic isn't that the stuff that that disney tried to push out after they took oh they're still pushing it but but that's the same era right when they were like it's going to be tied in the books and comic books and all this other shit. yeah yes i mean it says it's 132 years before the battle of yavin which means they could put yoda in it (laughs) that would save them how long until they get Frank Oz in to say every word in the dictionary so that they can synthesize his voice and do Yoda forever? Uh, sure. Pay me $100 million and I will say whatever you want. Yep. You want Yoda? I'll give you fucking Yoda. We talked about the new head of DC. No, we haven't. Universe? No, that was just announced this week. Yes. So James Gunn. So it turns out James Gunn is taking a, a Kevin Feige type role at, at DC. Yep. Um, yep. It's going to be running all of... Well, they're not calling it the extended universe anymore. Right. Whatever, whatever it is now, it's going to be James Gunn's baby. Which I think is good. I think... I think his heart seems to be more in line with DC than Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think the stuff that he's been able to do it at DC and, and HBO is a lot more, um, a lot more, um, gives him a lot more creative freedom than the guardians of the galaxy stuff. Sure. I mean, now he can basically use any character he wants. Um, and and kind of um, kind of like run it the way that he feels. Hopefully, that it'll bring some fucking focus to DC. Right. And we won't have to deal with this will they won't they bullshit. You know. I... I'm sure he can't resurrect Batgirl, but maybe he can stop it from happening again. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really telling that the first person he told about the new position was Kevin Feige. Yeah. That's that's like, you know, and he wants to put put a rest to all the, the stories about the rivalry between Marvel and DC and... It's like, look, it's it's different. It's a variety of things. So, yeah, and there there is no competition between them, right? There's no way that DC can ever catch up. So they've got to just do their own thing. Well, and DC can do some some pretty dark stuff, right? And so, 
I think that sets it apart. I just think they need to find the perfect way to make it as successful as Marvel. But they can find success in different ways. Oh, sure. Like, the Suicide Squad was not the best thing that DC's done, but it was better than most of the stuff they've done. Right. And well, I f- and then Joker 2 is a musical with Lady Gaga. Right. It's like, uh, really? And maybe all the shit that's already set in stone, they won't touch. Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine them like going in now and being like, hey, Joker 2 can't be a musical. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but moving forward, like it was it was announced this week that Henry Cavill's coming back as Superman. And I think having James Gunn in that role will allow them to tell decent Superman stories. Right. And, you know, instead of instead of resting it all on one person's shoulders like they were trying to do with Zack Snyder. James Gunn has worked within that that industry of Marvel long enough to where he he sees how like they can build stuff with multiple directors and still have it come out decently. And so maybe we'll get a wonder woman that actually is decent. Right. Um, not taking away anything from Patty Jenkins, but like, um, you know, the last outing was not very good. So maybe they can, he he will be the linchpin that gets him out of whatever this is. Yeah. Can't be any worse than what they've been doing so far. No. And they, I mean, they have successful properties, but it's, they're not, I don't know. They're not doing them justice. But again, you look at at each one of the, the Batman reboots they're all approaching it from different angles right. and I really wasn't that excited about this last one with uh, Robert Pattinson okay. I thought it was really well done Right. I thought it was really well done it was enjoyable I liked the story um, I liked that it's setting up no man's land with Gotham being you know separated from the rest of the country so We'll see where they go with it. Let's see if they can keep the momentum going. So according to this article, um, Joker, the second Joker will not be part of the DC studios. So that's going to be produced outside of James Gunn's. Okay. Reach, I guess. Why would you do that? Because I think they want to leave that on its own. I think things like that and the, like, I think they brought James Gunn in to build a connected universe and okay. things outside of that, like Joker and, and the Pattinson Batman movie. I think that's all going to stay separate. And you'll have multiple versions of Batman um, like they were going to do. Like, there's going to be multiple Batmans in the Flash movie and they'll be able to use the flash as kind of a wiping point to kind of build on whatever they're going to do next. Right. Um, 
and then kind of like build it from there. Um, but the flash sits in the middle of the next group of movies for them. Right. So it's Shazam, the flash blue beetle, and then Aquaman. So unless Aquaman technically takes place before the flash, you know, when do they start the new era? I would, I would assume it's after the flash, but there's still going to be two movies after that. Right. It says other possible projects for DC studios era, which I guess is what they're calling the, the, the gun saffron era, uh, include wonder woman three sequels to black Adam, the flash and man of steel. Hmm. And a secret James Gunn project was just announced last week. Okay. So, I mean, now that he's the head of that, I guess he can just green light whatever the fuck he wants, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, could be. I've always wanted to do a a movie based on this character, but that was like half of a comic book. Yeah, I don't care. Right. I'm in charge now. (laughs) It's got to be better than fucking Black Adam. <sighs> yeah. Did you see the trailer, though, for the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? Yes. It looks better than I thought it would. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with the whole, like, Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah, yeah. They go back to Earth. Although I feel like the Kevin Bacon thing shouldn't have been spoiled. I feel like... Why? I don't know. I just think it would have played better if you had no clue that he was in it. Eh. Like, that just seems like one of those gags that would have played better not knowing. Right. Did you see the... uh, The the trailer for the um, Santa Claus... TV yes. show on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I'll give them credit, they're not showing who the replacement Santa Claus is. Yeah. At least yet. Yet. I'm sure that that'll be you know some fucked up thing that they spoil at ahead of time. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Tim Mellon's just looking too old, man. And what amazes me is Elizabeth Mitchell still looks like she did when she was on Lost. Right. And I yeah. like, like that was like 20 years ago. And it's like, what the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you not age? I mean, it looks like Tim Allen aged enough for both of them. Right. And but the, Bernard is coming back. I, I was just about to say, I guess he had nothing better to do. And so now we're going to get a really old, creepy elf. Yes. I mean, so much for them not aging, right? Yeah. Nobody has to age anymore. Look at Carol Kane and Strange Strange Worlds. <laughs> That'll definitely be interesting. Yeah. What was the other thing that I saw this week? Um... 
There was. What was the other? Did they release another trailer for something? Uh, I remember watching something. I just oh, don't remember what oh, it was. Oh, Ant Man and the Wasp was the other thing that oh, they released. Oh, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania, yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see that they're actually going to go to the quantum realm. Like, yeah, you know, after after the debacle with fucking Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness where he goes to one other universe. It's nice to see they're actually going to the quantum realm. Hopefully it's like at the beginning of the movie and not towards the end. Uh, We only (laughs) have enough budget to do like a third of the movie in the realm. Well, Michelle Pfeiffer's back. Well, yeah, they're all locked in the contracts now. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you do you really think that Michael Douglas thought that in 2022 he'd still be in Marvel movies? Or do you think that uh, like it was a, he thought it was going to be like a one-time thing? I I don't know. They back in the money truck up to his house every time that they want to make an Ant-Man movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like, come on, we'll buy you a new face. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, he does look different in this trailer, like he's had some work done. Yeah. So, I don't know. I almost didn't recognize Michelle Pfeiffer. I didn't really recognize um, Evangeline Lilly. With the short hair? With the short hair. Yes. I was like, who's the butch girl? Oh, that's Evangeline <laughs> Lilly. <laughs> I mean, it kind of feels like she's being pushed out for Cassie, so. Right. We'll see how many more Ant-Man and Wasp movies there are. Before it's just Ant-Man. Yeah. Ant-Man and Stinger. Isn't that her name in the comic books? Uh, is it? I think it's Stinger. Hmm. She went by a couple of names. I want to say the other one was like Stature. Okay. But I, I feel like Stinger would be better for an Ant-Man movie. <laughs> Although it's not like anybody in these movies calls, is like... Calls each other by their names. Yeah, yeah. it's not like they're yelling out, hey, Spider-Man, come here. Or, hey, Captain America, come here. It's Steve. Right. Peter. You know, it's it's definitely a different feeling than like in the comic books. I don't know. I don't know. Lots of fun stuff coming out, though. But now that there's nothing on TV again. Yeah. (laughs) I tell you, you should check out Interview with a Vampire. Okay. I I just got to look it up and, like, actually remember to watch it. can always watch Point Break on Netflix, I guess. Yeah. There's actually a um, a show called The Watcher on Netflix that's supposed to be based on a true story. Not to be con- confused with The Witcher? No, that's completely different. Okay. Um, it's based on... It's got um, Bobby... Oh, what the fuck is his last name? Bobby 
Carnival. Carnival. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jennifer Coolidge and um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Richard Kind. Okay. And it's like this suspense thing of like these people buy a house and like people are always trying to like break in and shit. Or like watching what they're doing and shit. Like it's it's supposed to be really good and like ominous yeah. and shit. Okay. So I'm, I might start watching that too. I'm almost done with um, Miracle Workers. Yeah. The, the the last season is kind of a slog to get through. Uh, uh, is that Oregon Trail? Uh, yeah. 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 I, I felt like it's... The anthology stuff kind of works, but like... I don't know. It's weird because in the second season... Um... I don't know any of their names, so except for Daniel Radcliffe, but the his love interest in like most of them, the the main girl that's in it, like her brother in the second season is her husband in the third, and oh. it's it's this weird like, and I'm sure it's great to be an actor and be on a show and get to play a different actor or different character every year. Right. But it's, it's a little weird and disconcerting that like one season he's your brother and then the next season he's your husband. Well, he's just an actor. I know, but it's, it's still weird. Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe is a priest. I don't know if, you know, it's weird. Yes. Have you seen him sing? She'll be coming around the mountain yet. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> uh, Boy's willing to take risks. He is. He does not want to be pigeonholed into that Harry Potter thing, man. Yep. Good for him. You gonna watch the uh, the Weird Al movie? Uh, I don't know. With him. <laughs> I mean, I like Weird Al. I don't know that I really want to. But it's not like really based on his life because the clips I've right. seen is like he's got he has like this this multi-year affair with like Madonna in the movie. I mean that's not real? No. Oh. Speaking of her, have you seen pictures of her recently? Did you see the thing where she like like she posed naked on like Instagram? Oh, really? And like it looks like if you went to a carnival and you said, draw me to a caricature person and said, draw me Madonna with without her sitting in front of you, it's uh-huh. that's what you would get. I mean, it's really bizarre. Uh, Madonna. Is it Instagram? She did it on. Oh my! The topless Ew. one. Is that the one? Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> those are. Oh my god! Those. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I. She looks nothing like what she used to. Yep. She's had so much work done on her face. That she's totally not recognizable. 
And then I don't well, know because what because she's fucking sixty four years old. Yeah. Act your goddamn age. You look like a freak. <laughs> uh... Yeah, and like her boobs are like misshapen and stuff, and yeah, it's yeah, it's it's weird. And what the hell's going on with her her little pooch there? I don't know, man. I mean, it looks like she's pregnant. Looks like there's a little something in there, or I, maybe it's a bald guy. I don't know. <laughs> I That's think. Hideous. I think that she's just trying to recapture that youth and like wearing spanks and shit. All right, whatever. Yeah, that's not the same Madonna. It's very strange. That'll give you Halloween nightmares, huh? Yes. <laughs> that's hideous. Uh Apparently, she's also come out as gay now. What? Apparently, there was on October 9th, there was a TikTok where she was throwing panties at a garbage can. And the caption is, if I miss, I'm gay. And she misses. Oh. Whatever. But she's wearing this weird, like, Madonna bustier thing that's just like, yeah. oh, God. So gross. Definitely not the sex symbol from the late 80s that she once was. I don't know. Some guys are into that plastic look. Oh. Ah. Okay. <laughs> That's usually what they say. Whoa. So they choke on the plastic? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times. All right. You got anything else for this week? Uh... No. No? All right. No. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all that good stuff, and let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Trick or treat yourself. (laughs) 